We're in a period as a society, as a community, as a world, where all of us are feeling this worry or anxiety at some point and acknowledging that it's actually okay to feel how we're feeling is, is really important. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Celia and Richard. Today we're talking about worry and anxiety with Anna, a counsellor from Journeys. What's the difference between worry and anxiety? And how do we stop being overwhelmed by things we can't control? This is Messages of Hope with Richard, Celia and Anna. Over the past year we've seen a lot of upheaval and a feeling of uncertainty about what's next. When we focus in, it's about losing homes and jobs, separation from loved ones, tension in relationships and a feeling of loss about the things we've come to rely on. So today we're discussing how to navigate through the feelings of worry and anxiety that rise up when we feel a loss of control over our lives. I guess a lot of people feeling all of those feelings of stress, worry, What's anxiety. What's stressing you, <laughs> Where do I start? Um, probably um, the new job I've started has is, I think, any new job. You're learning new stuff. You're trying to fit everything in. You're trying to prove yourself. Um, I think I've bitten off more than I can chew a little bit. So what do you feel? I, I feel physically. Um, I feel it in my stomach and my chest of just tension. It's like it's all just balled up in there. Yeah, it's a real physical reaction for me. Yeah, like feelings of anxiety. I've, I've got a friend who wakes up in the morning and just has no idea what they're going to wear. Even what shoes, socks, all sorts of things. It's actually quite debilitating. Even to they know they've got to do something, but they're not even quite sure what. Don't know where to start, do no. you? And that's, that's the thing. It's making all those decisions, the little decisions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really, really hard. Yes, and you've got kids you've got a daughter in yeah year 12. Oh, a daughter in year 12 who's um yeah and I can really see it term three um is crunch time for them and they've been working so hard particularly you know under trying circumstances and it's that last slog to the end and you can just see this they're wanting to keep the motivation but they're so tired mm. and you just want to say just hang in there mm-hmm. you know keep going just you know? do something yeah and, and it's almost that paralysis of there's too much I don't know where to start. So So, so how do you start dealing with anxiety? What a great question. It's a big (laughs) question isn't it? Because I know we don't want to live like that. Yeah and I think it's important to note there's there's a difference between anxiety and worry. So like all of us worry We, we, we might feel anxious but not all of us maybe have anxiety, right? So there's, I think it's important to differentiate those two things. So what's worry? Worry seems to be in our head where we think about something that isn't going to hang around. So it's it's kind of a shorter term thing and we realise that we can actually find a, a, a solution to the problem that we're worrying about. Whereas anxiety, like you were saying, Celia, you feel it in your body. So all that like, you know, tension in your stomach. Um, some people, like I get headaches when I'm particularly overwhelmed. Um, that problem-solving concept, like if you're feeling anxious, often problem-solving is really hard, which comes back to the decision concept okay. of like, can I even just, I don't know which socks to put on today. I can't decide what to have for tea. It's yes. all too hard. Yeah. So I think that, you know, the biggest thing is to acknowledge that it's actually okay to feel anxious. And we're in a period as a society, as a community, as a well, where all of us are feeling this worry or anxiety at some point and acknowledging that it's actually okay to feel how we're feeling is is really important, I think. 
coming up, we look at what to do once you realise anxiety is affecting your life and relationships. So Anna, once you realise anxiety is getting in the way of life, what do you do? Do you just grin and bear it, hoping things will change? No, I think that's a great question, but it's different for everyone, and I know no one wants to hear that. <laughs> but it's yes. true. Yeah. One, one really helpful thing is noticing what's changing in your life. So when we're feeling anxious and worried and overwhelmed, we are able to, if we slow down, we're actually able to go, what's different in my life now to what it was last week, last month? last, you know, six months ago. And so when you can uh, like identify that, then you can move forward. And I think that that's really the, the crux of it is, but when you're feeling stressed and worried mm-hmm. and overwhelmed, you don't take the time to slow down and take yeah. stock, do you? I think it, it's, there's some key things that can be really helpful for anxiety. Things are like, the, the basis of anxiety is feeling like we're out of control. So we try and focus on the things that we can control. So if it's watching the news and the news makes you spiral into, oh my gosh, the world's ending or whatever yeah. the, the thoughts are, to go, you know what, I'm going to turn the TV off. I'm going to stop scrolling Facebook or Instagram or whatever your thing is. Yeah. And I'm actually just going to take back some of that control and go, what's actually happening for me in the present? Mm-hmm. So again, anxiety is very much a worrying about, oh, I should have done this in the past or what's going to happen in the future. So if we can stay present in the now, that can be really helpful. So what, what about those things that keep you up at night, like three or four in the morning and you wake up and there's just that really extreme thing that's just gone through your mind and might be in a vivid dream or, and then, or you're reminded of something you've forgotten to do at work or mm-hmm. something's gone wrong and it was your fault and mm-hmm. you just can't mm. slow your mind down. Mm. And you so, wake up with that feeling, yeah, that physical. Yeah, absolutely, so, yeah. yeah. So journaling can be really helpful with that. So have a, you know, a notepad and pen next to your bed and some how I try and write in the dark. Um, <laughs> another thing can be breathing exercises. So simply, like especially if it's in the middle of the night, you're in bed, you might not want to get up and wake yourself up, but be able to just lie there with your eyes closed again <laughs> and actually just take really slow, deep breaths in and out can be amazing to kind of slow. It slows down your like brain and counting. actually gives oxygen to your brain, helps you think more clearly and to be able to put some of that into perspective, I think. That's great. And I've often tried even things like praying and talking and and I hear myself think it might sound a bit crazy at times, um, (laughs) but uh, just to to, to say it out loud sometimes and and talk that has helped a little bit. Yeah. And I think this is, it's important if you're, if you're ruminating on things just over and over and over again is it's okay to ask for help as well. You know, we don't have to do this like alone. There's other people going through it. And as I said before, we're in a world crisis. So we're not alone. If we reach out, share with our friends or seek maybe counselling or whatever, we'll actually discover really quickly that we're not alone, that there are other people going through it as well. That always makes me feel better if I even just chat with my friends and we, you know, catch up not that often. But when we do, we're all just like blah, 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 blah. And we all just go, Oh, thank goodness. We all feel the same and you just, you don't feel alone. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up, we'll talk about where we can look for hope when we don't have any control. Yes, we can turn the TV off if the news is creating fear for us, but we can't stop the world changing. So what can we do then to deal with our anxiety?
This is Messages of Hope with Richard, Celia and Anna, a counsellor from Journeys, and we're talking about what we can do to stop anxiety overwhelming us. What I'm finding really hard and what I'm finding people are struggling with, with is that lack of being able to look forward at the moment, not know what is ahead of us. I think that's a really tricky space to be in. The sense of out of control, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got friends who where they haven't had rain on their property for you know the last three seasons and it's really struggling and things are just out of their control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where do they go? They're very anxious. You look on the news and the coronavirus is still going. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's all good to turn the TV yeah. off. Which is what, yeah, exactly, <laughs> which is what but... I'm saying. But it doesn't stop it from continuing, does it? So yeah. so what do you do? Where do you go? What do you do? Well, I, I, I think it's trying to get things out of my mind a bit and into the physical realm and trying to, to deal with that emotion. So I rely uh, on a verse that says, cast your anxiety on me, mm-hmm. where Jesus says, throw it at me. So I literally... Th- Picture myself throwing whatever's worrying me at him. All right, it's yours. Mm. So it's like a ball. I have the ball, and this is this worry thing, and I'm going to throw it and cast it so, at him, and now it's his. I don't have the ball. Yeah. Mm. So, so that physical thing is really important for you. Like that's right. The action yeah. of throwing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah doing. Yeah. yeah. That casting it. So it's actually not thinking it's not my problem. It's actually kind of doing it. it's my mm. problem. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I think that's really interesting too because our emotions actually stay in our body if we don't do anything with them. So if we don't, you know, cry or talk about it or whatever. And I think that that imagery of casting, of throwing a ball of worry, of anxiety, and actually doing it with your body, like getting up and throwing with your arm can actually be something really relieving as well. Yeah. I I know, Mm. particularly if I'm feeling emotional or overwhelmed, just to stop myself bursting into tears, I might go for a walk around the block or something. But For me, I have a picture that really, really helps me when I'm feeling particularly out of control. Like you said, throwing your worries at God. I stand at a path and I just put my hand out and I know in my picture in my mind's eye that God grabs that hand, that Jesus grabs my hand Mm. and I know he's got me Mm. and I know I'm not alone. And it's a great picture Mm. because dealing with anxiety is not a one-stop, one-fix and now you're solved for anxiety. And it's that relationship then to be able to express that to God and say, God, help me through these times. And Mm. I know even times I've used Psalms, there's some pretty dark Psalms with some real vivid imagery Mm -hmm. and you can say those Psalms and even just to say them out loud, yeah. So you can hear them and so your body's then being washed with this wonderful word that you're not alone, uh, that there is someone there to help guide you through what you're coping with and to remind you again that there is peace, that God does have us and cares about us. And knowing that we're human and that just because I've given it to him once, it's not going to happen again. It's that for me, it's a constant thing of, okay, I've woken up. I have this feeling in my stomach again. Here I go. Um, recognizing it. Mm. And I think maybe that's a bit also with age, um, comes the recognizing that you do get through it. And I think it's, um, as you were talking about, you know, holding Jesus, holding your hand, I just kept thinking, you know, God isn't afraid of the anxiety. He's not afraid of the unknown. Like he just mm. jumps, you know, you, you reach out your hand and he holds it. And then at some point, we as humans, we let go. He doesn't let go. Yeah. And then when we're ready again, we'll put our hand out and he's he's there right there. He's like, yep, we're in this mess together. Let's go. You know, yeah. so that whole, so this unknown that we're in and the anxiety that we feel is so, and I find comfort in the fact that my God, my father isn't afraid to be in the mess. 
that's gold for me. Like just, uh, I hadn't actually even thought about him. Mm. <laughs> I'm just busy thinking about me, mm. but just knowing, you're right, mm. knowing that he's okay. Well, Someone's that's right. We feet. don't have to be mm. okay, mm. you know, like, and that's the whole thing of not being alone in this whole process. You've been listening to Messages of Hope. For free PDFs, videos and podcasts about managing anxiety, go to messagesofhope.org.au or for a free booklet, call 1-800-353-350. That's 1-800-353-350. I'm Richard Fox. I hope you can join us again next week for another message of hope, real hope, to cope with life's challenges. Music